All right, guys, welcome to season two, episode two of the Airgun Podcast. I have a long-awaited guest, um, and I think a lot of you guys know this gentleman here. He's been referred to as the Morgan Freeman of the airgun world <laughs> by many, and uh, he really needs no introduction, but guys, Tyler Patner is here with us on the air. Wow, Tay, that was a hell of an introduction. Morgan Freeman of the airgun world. Hey, what can I say? I think you've earned the title. Wow, that's that's strong, man. I hope I live up to it. <laughs> I think you do. You kind of you kind of look similar too. Same oh, nose. Wow, wow. Oh, it's same. I knew it was something. Destined for greatness, right? Yeah, man. It's genetic. Are you related? Uh, totally. He is my third cousin on my mom's side. Um, long, long, uh, strange family history there as well. Yeah. Well, doesn't matter. It just matters where you ended up, you know? Exactly. So, guys, Tyler Patner is on the air. So, Tyler, I'm going to quit speaking to an audience that isn't here, but um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What are three fun facts that we don't know? Oof. Uh, well, let's see. Um, I was – I've probably been in the hospital for, like, surgeries and stuff before the age of 10 more times than most people will – be in their entire life. That's a fun fact. Um, I've been to, I think, like five or six different countries shooting air guns now, which is also cool. I uh, don't know if everybody knows that. And um, I got nothing. If you don't follow us on Instagram, then you don't know that I'm a dog owner. Love my dog a lot. Wouldn't be the same without her. That I'm going to go with those three. Is that cool? Boom. That, hey, that's perfect. I was actually thinking before the episode started um, to ask you a little bit about your dog. What, what's the dog's name again? Leela. Um, L-E-E-L-A. Okay. Where'd you come up with that? Uh, I didn't actually. She's a rescue. Um, it's a very, very long story, but I've had her since I was in college. Um, and, and she's just uh, a lunatic, but a fantastic lunatic. Uh, she's like 13, I think now, and oh. you wouldn't know it. Um, you know, she runs around, goes nuts, just like any other dog does. When you come home, she sits in front of this main bay window I have in my place and she just barks at anything that walks outside. Um, I told the vet the other day that, you know, she's 13 and the vet looked at me like I was a psycho. So I think she's doing all right. <laughs> but yeah, whatever she's doing, you should do it too. Yo, the, she's found the fountain of youth. There is no question about that. For real. Um, yeah, I see uh, pictures of the, uh, the deer all the time in, in your yard or your neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. You ever, yeah. Uh, you ever get tempted to just snipe one? Oh, man, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm very fortunate to live in a, in a – so here in northeast Ohio, there are a lot of areas that are – uh, used to be wooded that have obviously now been, you know, cut down for uh, housing developments and stuff like that. And, and I live in one of those areas. Um, and it's actually right next to this big forest preserve um, in Cleveland that has their metro parks, which are uh, kind of a nature preservation of sorts that actually surround the city. And I live maybe 300 yards from one. So uh, there's always wildlife life activity and uh, the deer just passing through. I mean, you know, I, I, I've posted before. I mean, you, you see a couple four point deers just walking through your yard and then a boom, like an eight point buck. And you're like, come here, come here. 
Jump the fence. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> get a little, get a little uh, corn stand out there. Oh, Let man. them come a little closer. Yeah, well, you know, they, they actually have, and I, and I haven't looked into this, and I really need to. So Ohio doesn't have, like, air gun hunting. Uh, it's not a, it's something you can do here, um, mm-hmm. legally at least. Um, right. And, and one thing, I, they do have a, like, a depredation uh, type of permit where you can actually go hunt on public lands but within city limits. Um, you know, most of the time, obviously when you go hunting, you're on public land or private land, but you are out in the boonies. Um, and and so they have this program set up where here in Cuyahoga County, you can actually hunt deer, but I've not looked into it at all, but I really need to, uh, especially now that I've, I've kind of started to dabble into the archery stuff a little bit as well. Um, you know, cause it could be a very, very interesting way to put a little meat in the freezer. I don't even know if you're allowed to do that, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, I, I, I'd say look into it, bro. I mean, if you could step out the back door and just sling an arrow, you know, slock a deer real quick, right? pull it over your neighbor's fence back into your yard. I think that's a win. Just my neighbors wouldn't freak out at all. <laughs> deer guts anywhere in the yard, you know, that, that wouldn't be a thing at all. <laughs> well, you know what? Screw up, you know? I'm with it. <laughs> Man, so you got a dog, a great dog, found the fountain of youth. You got deer yes. in your backyard. Um, t- t- tell us a little, can you expand a little bit on the hospital stuff, if you would? Just um, yeah, so um, I guess the long and short of it is I, basically when I was a little kid, I was born with, uh, with a, a sunken chest. Um, so they had to go in and, and medically repair that, uh, which is like, you know, whole cut open your chest and go to town type of deal. So, um, I was in the hospital with that and then, uh, slew of sinus surgeries and then kind of your more run of the mill stuff, tonsils, adenoids, all that jazz. Um, so yeah, man, I've, I've been through a bit of, uh, of everything, but, uh, basically, yeah, it's, it's all right, man. You, 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 growing experience i suppose but it, it it's a good thing in a way because most people have this kind of general fear of like either doctors or hospitals mm-hmm. um i got very comfortable you know it's uh so it's not a huge deal to go to the doctor or you know if i god forbid you have to go to the hospital for something um it, it's not usually a worrying thing you know what i mean yeah man you're uh you're nice and acquainted with it exactly um, Man, I cannot relate to that, except that I did have a sinus infection. That's what postponed our, our podcast episode. That was pretty bad. So if anyone yeah. out there has a sinus infection, I, I will be praying for you to either that's... die or recover immediately. <laughs> that's, uh, that's why I missed SHOT Show this year. I had the uh, the sinus infection from hell. Oh, uh, freaking A, dude. Yeah, horrible timing as well, which is uh, – but, hey, you know, what are you going to do, right? Yeah, who knows, man? It could be like a blessing, you know. You could have could have been on the plane, got off, and then some guy at the airport looking for you, knowing you'd be there, was going to assassinate you, and then you weren't there because you had a sinus infection. Wow, that's pretty. Like you've been thinking about this, huh? Were you at the airport, Tay? I was not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I wouldn't kill you, dude. You're well, like I the. Hope not. You're the reason I got into air guns. I mean, you're probably the biggest. Um, you play the biggest role for sure. Like it was your video on the Pyramid Insider with the uh, Diana Stormrider, and I was like, 
dang, that guy is way better looking than me, and I got to get that air gun. Wow. So I did it, you know? Yeah, that's a that's like uh, that's touching in, in all seriousness. I don't know if anybody's ever said that to me. So that's pretty awesome. I I feel yeah. uh, all all of the 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 hardships of the day have now been washed away thanks to you. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, man. That of, of course. Uh, all jokes aside, because that's pretty much ninety percent of what I am. Ten uh, percent mustache, ninety percent jokes. But um, I dig it. Yeah, you were you were seriously like the the pioneer. I mean, I had seen like Matt Dubber videos and, and Ted Beers videos and stuff like that. Um, and that got me hooked. And I'm like, I wanted to learn more about it. <clears throat> I don't even know what the first thing was that made me look into PCPs, mm. but it was something. And then I saw the, the storm rider and I was like, dude, got to have that in 22. Crazy. Yeah. yeah that, um, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. That gun changed a lot of things in the industry. I, you know, it, you look at kind of some of the benchmark moments in air guns over the last maybe 10 years or so, at least that's about how long I've been into this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, the, so the, the first one that hit my radar was like the Benjamin Marauder. So right. m- much like you, I remember watching like Paul Capello on the air gun reporter, you know, pyramid air videos at the time, mm-hmm. um, doing a video on the Marauder. And I was like, that's amazing. And, you know, I, I would cruise Pyramid Air at the time and you'd see like thousand dollar air arms and FX and, and some of these other brands out there. And you're like, uh, you know, I was a college kid. I'm never going to afford that. Actually, I was in high school now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. But, you know, it, it's just like kind of this unattainable thing. And then a five hundred dollar PCP that you're like, this does just as well as all the high end stuff, man. I got to have one. So. Uh, that, it didn't end up being the first thing I got, but um, was just kind of like what you were saying, just hugely disruptive to my brain and changed the way mm-hmm. I looked at the world a bit. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say the next one or two, the Umar X Gauntlet and the Diana Storm Riders just kind of blew things up. And now we have a whole slew of $300 PCPs. Yeah, man, it is crazy because I, I, I didn't see quite anything like that because for me, you know, uh, even a hundred to two hundred dollar jump from the the storm rider, which was like one ninety nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't swing that, dude. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't didn't even have a the pump. I I just I just bought the gun, and I'm like, okay, I'm hooking this thing up to this air compressor, and it is not working. My gun's broken. <laughs> and and then I did a little bit more research, and I'm like, oh frick, you gotta have. You gotta, have, you gotta be a freaking scuba diver to fill these things. You mean I can't fill my air gun with a hundred and twenty-five psi shop compressor? What kind of bull crap is this, man? I got a bike pump out back, and it won't even work. In all seriousness, do you know <laughs> how much bigger the industry would be if you could actually do that? If if it was like you, like an air gun, a legitimate modern PCP ran off a shop compressor, like they would be as prevalent as firearms. Hands I don't want to say that I'm working on that kind of technology because wow. I'm not, but I would like to possibly. You know? Right. You and me both, man. Dude, <clears throat> all you got to do is meet me halfway. Where, where's halfway between us? Oof, uh, probably like, uh, no, that's way far south. Probably like uh, Southern Illinois. Okay. Maybe? Well, we Kansas, 
we can figure out the details later. I'd yeah. rather meet anywhere than Kansas. I'd rather go to prison than go to Kansas. I, so, I agree with you, actually. I've never been, but I, I've never heard anything worth going for. So I'm sure there's Kansas people listening like, F you. I just offended a handful of people, <laughs> which is a normal day for me, so not a big deal. Yeah, that's about how many people are in Kansas anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, I can tell you right off the bat that it is not one of the larger sales states for Pyramid Air, so how's that? Hey, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so how did you get in with Pyramid Air? Oh, okay. So uh, I was in college, and I think I was a sophomore or a junior uh, in college, you know, and, and like most people had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I was progressing towards this political science degree, which I came into college thinking I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, and then probably after my first year said like, heck no, I'm not doing more school. This sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, so I decided to, uh, to start looking elsewhere, you know, and figuring kind of taking some weird elective classes, trying to see what fit, you know, cause I was too far along to change my major. Um, right. and so I, I had a job on campus. Um, for those that don't know, I, I suppose that, so in college I played division one tennis, um, was very fortunate to, to get onto a, you know, a D one team and, and play a little bit, not a ton, but, but a little bit, um, and and enjoyed the heck out of my college experience because of it um but yeah so like I was junior in college and I had a job and I was playing tennis and I was busy all the time and I, I would say I'd been into air guns for maybe like two years at that point and I, I was just enjoying the heck out of it I mean I, I had you know a handful of springers I lived off campus so I had about 50 yards in the backyard of this house we were running um and I was very lucky that you know PCPs were you can buy used guns all over the place. I think we all know that or air guns at least. Mm -hmm. um, and I picked up a couple nice used guns, uh, a Vonix Rainstorm, a BSA uh, Super 10. And uh, both were really quiet at the time. And so I was just shooting, shooting, shooting in the backyard. Um, and I saw on one of the forums one day, uh, trolling along as you do, uh, that Pyramid Air was looking for online chat representatives. So it's through this company called Needle, and we still use the service today. If you're on our website, you see this thing pop up that says, like, uh, talk to an air gun expert or something like that. Um, and, and so I, I on, ironically enough, actually, um, Rick Usler, you know, Air Gun Web, I think most people are probably familiar with Rick's videos. He's been uh, in the air gun game for a long, long time. And one of the reasons I got into it as well, him and Paul Capello both were kind of the, the YouTubers of the time when I was getting into this, um, you know, they, they both guided me a ton and, um, and Rick was actually running this team. So, you know, he, he uh, was working with pyramid to, to set this up in this third party company needle and uh, interviewed, you know, I was one of a handful of people and basically our jobs were to, you know, uh, your salesperson, right. But you're online. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole process to how you make a sale on the internet and all that stuff. But, uh, it was a really cool program and I was really lucky to be a part of it. And I ended up being like in the top five across all brands that needle uh, was kind of partnered with at the wow. time, which included like Adidas coach uh, skull candy headphones. So like a bunch of honestly way bigger companies than pyramid air. Um, but I was putting up really, really good sales numbers. So I ended up getting invited out to work a couple conventions, kind of demonstrating the needle platform um, and 
right around the time of my senior year was coming to a close, I, I was really in that, you know, kind of freak out mode where, you know, you're sitting there going, man, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life and the real world's about to hit me in the face, you know? Mm. So, you know, there I was and, and I started cruising around and I started hopping on the air gun company websites like, you know, Crossman, uh, Remington at the time was doing, uh, might've been before Remington started doing their own air guns. At, but, you know, looking at all the, the industry stuff, cause I was like, man, this is cool. I'd love to be a part of this. And, and so I, I happened to jump over to pyramid air and, and noticed that they were hiring for salespeople. And I was like, well, I'm kind of already doing this now. Um, you know, might as well take away the middleman. So, uh, kind of, you know, reached out and said, Hey, here I am. And, and, uh, the rest is, uh, uh, history, I suppose now. Um, so yeah, that was kind of how I got in at pyramid and, um, yeah, been there ever since. Dang dude. That's awesome. So did you go to school in Ohio then? No. So I actually went to school. Um, ironically, you mentioned Kentucky earlier at uh, Western Kentucky university. So Southern mm -hmm. Kentucky, um, and the cool thing about that was I actually ended up meeting a lot of really great people in air guns. Um, so I was really, uh, uh, at the time I was really, uh, big on the GTA forum. If you're familiar with that one. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, so I'm like, I, I think I'm still a moderator there, although I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't, I probably don't moderate anything. Uh, yeah. I really, I, I really just read these days, but, uh, I, so I, they started hosting fun shoots and so I remember one year my dad came down, met me at school. And uh, once school was over, the fun shoot was like the week after. So me and my dad hung out for a week and then drove down to South Carolina to Gene Curtis, the, the founder of the, the forum, um, it, it, to his house. And, and we had a great time and we went for the next couple of years. And um, I got to meet a lot of great folks and, you know, make a lot of friends. Um, and that was awesome. Got to shoot a lot of cool guns, you know, which at the time, kind of like you were saying earlier, you know, I, I didn't have a, a whole lot of money. I was really fortunate. I, honestly, I wasn't fortunate. I was stupid. What I was doing was, you know, when you when you take out a loan to pay for school, right? I don't, I don't know if you've had to deal with this at all, but, you know, they all, it's always overpaid. So you end up getting this reimbursement check a couple weeks into every semester. And they're big money checks and they're addressed to you, you know, not your parents. And mm -hmm. so I, I was like, man, what could I, I, I could put a thousand dollars of this in the bank and take the other 800 and, you know, or thousand dollars or $2,000 and spend it on air gun stuff. Um, if my dad listens to this, he's going to be super pissed, but, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it's kind of all worked out because I ended up spending a lot of money. I shouldn't have been spending on air guns, but it, worked out in the sense that had I not spent all that money and learned about the guns and, you know, gotten the hands-on experience, I probably wouldn't have been as, as successful, um, in, in my current job anyway, um, or, or as a salesperson at the time. Cause you know, I, I don't know about you, Tay, but uh, like when I call up a company, there's nothing more reassuring than the person you're talking to saying, yes, I've used that product. Right. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you're like, oh, man, I, I've got somebody who, who knows their stuff. Right. And maybe maybe they're not using it for exactly what I want to use it for, but they have the hands on like and they can tell me, is this a good spend of money? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was able to do that because I had owned, you know, 40 or 50 guns and they were all like I bought the popular stuff because it was popular. 
so I, you know, I was able to kind of amass knowledge really quick. And then, you know, you kind of spend some time shooting other people's stuff at these shoots and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you just kind of learn, take it all in as you can, you know? Dude, that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, I would never have thought to do that with the loan, not money, <laughs> but, uh, that's cause you're smarter than me, Tay. <laughs> no, man, it's not that, uh, not that creative when it comes to that. I guess. I mean, somebody hands you a check for a few thousand dollars. You have like 10 bucks in your bank account. You know, you're, there's probably some mischievous things you could do with it. You know, dude. Hey, I mean, all, all I'm saying is I was, <laughs> that was a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> it, it was, and I had no idea what it was going to turn into. <laughs> well, it's really cool that it worked out. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, so what, what was like, what, what was your first gun? You mentioned you, you, checked out or you were looking at the marauder you know that yeah. price point that wasn't a million dollars what was right. your first one? so um i suppose the first air gun I, I ever actually owned or bought with my own money was like a crossman 760 mm. um and really all of this starts for me have you ever seen the movie shooter with uh, mark Wahlberg? yeah man i directed that <laughs> <laughs> nice oh uh, you guys didn't know that but yeah me and mark and mark were tight <laughs> Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you have seen the third nipple, huh? <laughs> oh, I've seen it. <laughs> Intimately familiar. Um, yeah, so, so I saw that movie and I was incensed, right? Like I mm-hmm. was like on the internet going, what in the heck is the Coriolis effect? And like, are you telling me you can shoot far enough to that the, the rotation of the earth messes with your shot? And I'm, I'm just like, mind blown right yeah i mean uh, i thought the coriolis effect was a uh, some some sort of biological term like something sexual that i didn't know about <laughs> yeah well <laughs> I, I gotta tell you I, I you're not that far off of what my first thought was either so uh it, you know i i started looking all this stuff up and i'm like well so i grew up in illinois which um not that far from chicago maybe a half hour or so um, and if you know anything about gun laws in the country, Chicago has some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. Um, it, it's from a gun owner's perspective, a horrible place to be, um, yeah. beautiful city outside of the small area where, you know, you get shot, but, um, you know, just, uh, just not a gun friendly place. So mm-hmm. I had no, I had no gun ranges. I didn't know that there were air gun clubs. I had no idea what was going on. And I stumbled onto YouTube, found a few videos. Um, like I said earlier, Rick Usler, you know, has put out so much content over the years and he was just getting started at that time. And, uh, and I was like, man, I got to get something to shoot. Well, went over to Walmart, bought a $60, you know, Crossman 760 kit with the cheapy scope and the BBs and the pellets and, and started just plinking away in my basement at 10 yards. And I said, man, this is kind of fun, but I can't stand pumping. So, uh, there, the, you know, the Beeman, well, what is now the Beeman, but at the time it was just industry brand, um, the QB 78 CO2 gun. So I saw that. I saw, you know, Rick had done a video. It was really accurate at like 10, 15 yards, which is all I had to shoot anyway. I was like, that's a hundred bucks. I can swing that with some birthday money. I'm buying it. So I bought it. Well, my parents let me buy it, I should say. Um, I I think I was 18, but still it was kind of like a, my my mom wasn't okay with it. Uh, (laughs) 
so you know picked this thing up uh got a, a relatively inexpensive leaper scope and and just started shooting man and and it all spiraled like i just started watching more videos reading as much as i can you know like the pyramid air blog that tom gaylord writes like i was just in way over my head um and, and so i started buying guns man uh, you know you'd get a couple hundred bucks uh, you know over the course of a year for birthdays and holidays and stuff like that and and i would just save it all and spend it on air guns um yeah i bought a gamma whisper which maybe 180 dollar gun was you know most people look at gamma and they're like oh that's trash well you yeah. know the the thing shot okay like it's it, 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 for the entry level price point uh, it wasn't a bad gun uh but it was a 177 and i should have gotten a 22 and you know it's all these things that you kind of learn over time uh, right. that i had no idea of but it also gave me experience with you know trigger replacements i put a grt3 trigger in it from charlie to tuna i don't know uh, tay you may not know that name um, I, i've heard the name i'm not super familiar but i've definitely heard the name yeah so yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it, it, but then, you know, shortly after I put this trigger in it, I was down at a GTA fun shoot and I actually ended up meeting Bob Werner, Charlie DeTuna himself and, uh, you know, good guy. Um, but, you know, it's like it, it was all cyclical for me. So, I, you know, I ended up buying that. I bought a used Diana 48 off of the Yellow Forum, uh, bought a Cometa Fusion, which is a... I think Air Force imports Cometa spring guns now. Um, okay. Got the cops called on me in my parents' backyard, actually, with that gun because it was a black wood stock, uh, all black with a little silver uh, aluminum tip on the end of it. And uh, one of my neighbors saw me shooting it, and it was also a 177. And I was probably right when I got it. So it was, you know, dieseling and breaking the speed of sound, you know, giving that nice audible crack. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, breaking the barrel and all of a sudden cop walks into my backyard and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? And I'm like, Holy crap. <laughs> uh, you know, so had, had that moment, got that out of the way. Thankfully everything was cool. Nobody got taken to jail. Uh, I had a nice, you know, a, a real safe backstop, uh, in the backyard. So they were, they were thankfully very cool with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I got to college and I found myself with this backyard where I had a, a ton of land, uh, my sophomore year, I started buying PCPs. So the first PCP I bought was a Benjamin Discovery with the hand pump. You know, I think it was like a $350, $400 at the time, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and, and then, you know, I got the TKO suppressor for it because uh, you needed that because the gun was louder than loud, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it got a couple other mods for it. And, uh, and then I was like, all right, this is cool, but I keep seeing these videos of better guns. So got really lucky, found a great deal on a generation one of Onyx storm, right? Or of Onyx storm. Holy crap, man. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Uh, in Avonix, <laughs> in Avonix rainstorm, which was a, a powerhouse of a gun, uh, like a 22 that did like 45 foot pounds. Um, you know, where most 22s at the time were right around 30. Uh, mm -hmm. this thing, this thing was a monster and it was quiet. Um, the first generation of those guns were really quiet and then they shortened up the shroud and they got really loud. Um, so I'm glad I got one when I did, uh, bought that. And then, I mean, that's really where just everything went crazy. I was on forums. I had every internet forum, like in my favorites on my cell phone, I was sitting in classes, you know, like, 
reading about air guns when I was bored, you know, when teachers were talking about things that don't matter. And, you know, I was, I was like full on man. And, uh, and it, it was great. Uh, it was like the, I don't know how to describe it, but I think anybody who's kind of been at that place where you're just jacked up about a hobby or, or something you're getting into, you know, where you're just, everything is awesome, you know, where you, you got the rose colored glasses on. And that was me. I, I was just, I read everything. There was, you know, all the industry gossip and I, I knew no one that worked in the industry at the time. And, you know, you're just reading these things and you're like, oh, this air gun company is a bunch of money hungry bastards, you know, like, ah, you know, you're reading, getting yeah. upset at these people because they made this and then sold it to so-and-so. And, you know, it was all that. Uh, and, and just, yeah, it, w- it was a good time. And then, um, yeah, then right around the time I got into the industry, actually, I think there was a year or two where it was normal, you know, just kind of like the way it was before I had gotten into it in terms of the guns that were available and all that stuff. Uh, and then just things just started hitting where you had these inexpensive PCPs breaking the market open. You had, you know, lower price compressors, you had big bores that were ultra powerful, you know, by at least at the time, you know, the current standards where you went from two or 300 foot pounds as kind of your norm, big bore power to five, 600. And, Mm -hmm. You know, their force Texan obviously blew that market wide open, um, you know, and just uh, thankfully through Pyramid, I've gotten some really, really incredible opportunities, um, not only to participate in stuff, but uh, to meet people and, you know, to meet guys like Dennis Quackenbush, who is really like, in my mind, at least the the father of the modern big bore air gun. Uh, right. You know, and, and that's meeting Dennis, getting to spend time with Tom Gaylord. um you know, meeting some of the bigger personalities out there, Ted Beer, uh, Matt Dubber, you know, uh, Rossi Morreale, you know, American Air Gunner, like all those people, um, you know, you, you get to kind of brush shoulders with them, uh, as you say, and, and just, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a pretty crazy ride, man. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, uh, I think I would I would say anyone who knows you would consider you a successful individual in the industry. That's sweet. Um, oh, dude, I I just think it's accurate, you know. Hmm. Um, but what do you think was like the the contributing factors to you being successful? Like, was it just engaging and just like immersing yourself in in the in the air gun industry? Mm, and getting interesting. Just going, or what was it? That's a good I mean, question. Did you, did you pay someone under the table? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> So there are a couple of things. Uh, number one, I would say, um, so I, I was really lucky that I had parents that cared. Right. Um, I, I think, you know, we all kind of, we know our parents care in their own way. Right. But my parents were very, uh, work focused in terms of like, you come home, you do your homework and then you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it was very clear to me at a young age, what was important and what wasn't. Um, and, so that was number one, like my parents, I, I, you know, instilled a really good set of core values. Um, the second thing is pure luck. Um, I came into pyramid air at a time when the company was growing, uh, at a pretty quick rate. Uh, when I came in, there were 35 or 40 people working at the company in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we were in a 28,000 square foot building. Uh, there was the, the product was so we were, 
so overgrown at the time for the building uh, that we were actually keeping product outside under tents. Okay. Wow. Um, so that, that was how that the, <laughs> the business was booming. All right. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Yeah. For the size. Um, and then we moved into this just monstrous 70,000 square foot building um, where I would say about 50,000 square feet of that is, is warehouse space. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we had, you know, a 45 yard range instead of just a 10 meter range. We had a 10 meter range too, but you know, you had just space upon space. And it was, um, like I said, I got lucky, you know, coming in when I did. Um, so that, that was number one and then number, or I'm sorry, that's number two. And then number three was just, um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think having a lot of hands-on experience with the product was a differentiator in terms of uh, me being able to have an educated opinion on air guns in general uh, right. for, and from a place of experience. It's not, a, it's not me saying, oh, I read this on a forum somewhere. It's me saying, well, I've shot that gun. I've owned that gun. I've shot it at 50 yards or, or mm -hmm. what, whatever the case was. Um, you know, I could, I could tell you what my opinion was on a TX 200 versus an HW 97. Like you're not going to go wrong either way, but here's what this gun does better. Here's what that gun does better. Um, and, and now obviously the market's completely different, but at the time that really helped in that the, the company didn't have too many people that could do that. Um, and then I, also contributing to that is like, I'm relatively young, you know, 28, uh, dating this podcast now, but, um, yeah, you know, like I, I came in at a time and in a place where there was not, there weren't a whole lot of young people talking about air guns. So, um, yeah, I mean, they, the company basically gave me a few opportunities where, you know, I, I did a podcast at a, at an NRA convention or something like that. And it was, it ended up being broadcast and, um, I, I wasn't, stuttering and stammering through it so that helped mm -hmm. and they were like huh maybe we should uh put you on camera uh so i started you know i did a couple videos and they went over okay and nobody at least at the time we didn't have anybody doing videos for us because uh, there was some you know changing going on behind the scenes and people were right. going in and out and all that and um yeah and, and then basically you know I, I was able to kind of off of that create my own job uh, which didn't exist before with the help of a few people at the company at the time, uh, basically say like, yeah, I want to do videos. I want to help with, mm -hmm. you know, new products. What are we bringing in? What aren't we bringing in? Um, you know, w w let's look for some new manufacturers of guns, of scopes, of pellets, of whatever. Um, right. You know, let's do some product development of our own, you know, and come out with accessories or, uh, or you know, things like that, that, you know, really, made up the meat of, of what my job is today. Uh, and also things like, you know, being able to edit the website and know how the back end works and all that stuff. And, you know, there, there's a, the, I, I have my hands, sadly, it's actually not sadly, it's, it's for good, better and worse, uh, in, in a ton of different stuff within the company. And, and it's, um, it's cool and it's awful at the same time, <laughs> uh, yeah. in that, you know, I, I end up doing a lot of different stuff and it's sometimes hard to keep my head on straight, but it also gives me an opportunity to really sink my teeth into a lot of different stuff. So, um, yeah, there's never a dull day uh, at Pyramid Air, I can tell you that much.
Yeah, man. It, uh, from just all the uh, the questions I see people asking online and mm. and asking on the uh, the Instagram thing. Yeah. Uh, you got your hands full, dude. So, I mean, just those alone, I'm like, man, if people ask me that many questions, I probably just shoot myself in the penis. <laughs> you know, the, the, the funny thing about the Instagram side. So I, I personally, like I had a, I was working with a, a, a man, a rifle manufacturer, uh, like personally, um, helping mm-hmm. them, them, uh, kind of work out some of the kinks and, and evaluate a field target gun. Um, and the, the contact I had over there kept telling me, he's like, you got to get on Instagram, dude. Like, he's like, that is like the gun place, you know, that like Facebook is okay, but Instagram is where like the gun community is kind of going right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't really like social media. It's boring. It's this, it's that. And, uh, finally one day I was just like, screw it you know, set up an account and, uh, posted a couple pictures and, um, yeah, I, you know, so I started getting this kind of like passive knowledge of what works and what doesn't and what catches people's attention on, on the old gram, which I still haven't hundred percent figured out to be honest with you. Um, you know, and I started growing my own, you know, uh, account and, uh, I just happened to look into it one day and I noticed that like all of all our pyramid era account was being used for was like sales promotions. Um, It was like stock photos from our website of products, which are our our photographer, Matt, who is also our videographer does a great job on the photos. So they're beautiful, you know, photographs, but yeah, it's boring. Like it's a gun with no scope on it. It's, you know, there's no, talk about like oh it shoots great or like these are the drawbacks or you know this is how this compares to that and and there's also no conversation going on so i was like you know what hey like can somebody give me the keys to this and and let me drive for a little bit so uh shot show 2018 i think i officially like started gramming uh and doing the q a stuff and just kind of engaging a little bit more and uh i think we had when i started like 1500 followers and i think we're up to almost 4500 now mm-hmm. so you know in a little over a year it's grown or yeah, was it a year or two i don't know maybe it's 2019 shot show it's 2019 shot show um but yeah i mean it's grown uh, like i feel like for not paying anybody to follow us basically um i, I feel like it, it's grown a lot and we get a ton more questions than we did when when i started doing it and you know it's cool i mean you know i've, I've gotten to create relationships with guys like yourself and now we're talking about it on a podcast, man. This is, if this isn't breaking the fourth wall right now, I don't know what is. I know, man. And if you guys could see me right now, I, I'm in my car. It's like 20 degrees in Colorado. I'm just in shorts and, and some sort of weird sweater that, that really tells people I'm a father. Um, and it's freaking cold in here, but I can't, <laughs> I can't go to my house because my baby does like war eagle screeches nice. all the time. <laughs> so sometimes I put it on my story on Instagram. Yeah, man, he, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like a, some sort of like a Apache gene that's it. It's in him and he just freaking <laughs> hollers and then he'll just throw like a toy, like a tomahawk. So anyway, all that to say this is high tech stuff, you know, for <laughs> recording on my phone, sitting in a freezing cold car. Cause it's quiet. It, it works, um, man. You, you are doing the community a service, my friend, and uh, it is appreciated. I can tell you that. Well, I appreciate that, especially coming from you. 
Um, and then a, a quick side note, uh, good thing they got you on camera because I was, well, I mean, your looks, dude, obviously. I mean, you're, you're my dad, so <laughs> you look similar, but. Um, One day your beard will grow in more fully. It's, uh, I know you're still working on it. You know I have a hormone disorder. <laughs> um, any Hot Rod fans out there will get that reference. But anyway, I remember, <coughs> sorry, I'm still recovering from um, the plague. The, the sign. Yeah. Yes. Well, I shouldn't have agreed to that, but too late now. Yeah, I'm um, going to tell your wife. Well, we have a kid, so she probably has it too. Fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I'm a virgin. He's not mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I anyway, I remember the specific shift of you guys having really um, sucky social media presence mm. to then it just being like, you know, like you actually yeah. had did content. You're engaging with the community. You're getting people to to engage with you and it was like seriously a huge shift because i was like man pyramid air you're like the biggest you know one of the biggest air gun suppliers and dealers out there but yeah your social and media is lacking right well the thing is is like our facebook's always been solid right we have like right. 33,000 35,000 you know like followers i don't know how that works um uh, but like that and we also have one of the the larger youtube channels uh, on, mm-hmm. the, on the interwebs um you know right. so so for instagram to kind of be the emerging space so to speak at the time at least um that changes so quickly these days you know um yeah it really does yeah you know but but it was like it it offended me because there were all these companies i followed on Instagram that were doing it right. And they're all gun companies or gun related. Right. Right. Um, So I I was like, you know what? Shoot, man, I can do this. Like I have 20 minutes a day to find something to take a picture of, take pictures of it, post it here, throw up a Q and a picture, you know, whatever. and, And then answer some of these questions. And like, that's about the amount of time I spend on it. Like it's not, it's not crazy. Right. And, and so, you know, it's, uh, to me, uh, in some respects, uh, most actually, um, what is that? The, the most sincere form of flattery is, uh, oh, that the, it's escape imitation. Me. Yeah. Thank you. Imitation is a, is the most sincere form of flattery. And, um, I've had a number of people that I respect and that I like, uh, and, 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 uh, look to sometimes in the industry, start doing it and tell me that like, Hey man, I, I hope you're not getting mad. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to start doing this. And I'm like, dude, absolutely. Everybody needs to do this. Like, and I think that's what a lot of people lose is like, I'm really fortunate. And I get, I work in a place where that sells almost everything, you know, as far as air guns are concerned, but you know, for a company like FX USA to be taking that on and doing that and answering questions about specific aspects of their product line or whatever, is, you know, there's a ton of people that, that have misinformation out there about FX products, right? We hear calls all the time about this stuff. So it's super important for them to jump in and get involved in that. Um, for, you know, other retailers, uh, you know, uh, company uh, Airgun Source up in Canada does it from time to time. Uh, mm-hmm. Travis up there is a great guy um, and, a, and a good friend. You know, there's so there's so many people that, that can and should do this. And I know, you know, like Utah Air Guns, those guys do it every now and again. So 
you know, it's all about sharing that knowledge, right? Like everybody wants to know something that's a secret and maybe I can't necessarily give you a secret at that point in time um, in terms of things that are coming or, or, you know, new products that are, that are still under wraps, things like that. Um, But if you have a legitimate question about what's better and why I'm more than happy to take a stab at it, man. Uh, just because I've, I've been down all those roads for the most part. And I've, mm-hmm. I've had the displeasure of spending a lot of money and feeling like garbage when you got a product that was maybe, maybe it was overhyped or maybe you just got a bad one, whatever the case was, it just leaves you with like a, a crappy feeling in the pit of your stomach. And nobody wants that. Like we as a company do not want any of our customers to have that feeling, you know? Um, right. But it happens, you know, every, every, everybody gets a lemon from time to time or, yeah, I mean, companies just kind of screw up. It happens, you know, our manufacturers screw up, uh, you know, and then there's one part that needs to get changed and, you know, things like that happen. And, um, yeah, you know, if I can steer somebody clear of something like that or, or if I can help somebody make a better decision, I'm all for it. And and the gram seems to be working decently in that regard. So, yeah, yeah I think it's working pretty darn well. I mean, there are so many questions and I have a feeling that, a lot of the same people are asking questions. I know myself, I do that obviously. (laughs) Um, And I'm starting to, (coughs) excuse me, I'm starting to identify some very common questions. Like one guy keeps asking for your hat and Mm. I I don't know who it is, but I've caught on. There is a bit of a funny story to that actually. Um, So it started where this random guy, and I really don't know who this person is. Um, I mean, I know they're like their handle on Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, but I don't know who they are. Like, I've never met this person. And they started asking because I, I think I've worn hats in a handful of, you know, Q&A responses. And, and I think I was wearing a Adamant or, or Thomas Air or something like some kind of air gun related hat one day. And, uh, and and he asked for it. And I was like, heck no. And uh, then somebody else asked because I think I looked annoyed or something. And it, so yeah. it became, it became a thing. And then a couple of weeks ago, I got, I got this, uh, a beanie from a, a Canadian brewery. Um, this is the real name called dildo brewing company. Okay? Wow. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's, it, I, I think it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, so me, um, Bill Rabbit, and Jeff Paddock, you know, we're like uh, the three amigos of Ohio air gunning, uh, or at least I think we are. Probably not. Um, I don't know. Oh, what they you think. are for sure. Excellent. Good to know. I only know um, the two of you, um, but for sure. <laughs> um, so a friend of ours got a got all three of us these hats. So we're 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 walking around Bill's house looking like idiots, you know, wearing these hats with the word dildo on them and laughing about it, um, and. I, I, I think I wore it one day or one evening at home responding to questions. And my dad, this is the, this is where this gets real. So my dad sends me a question on Instagram. Can I have your hat? And it starts all over again. Okay. Um, now the, the best part of this is my dad actually, um, cause I kept asking him like, which hat are you talking about? Cause I've worn a few. Um, and he goes, oh, the the black beanie, and he had no idea what it said on it. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, so he just he just wanted like I don't know why he wanted it to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> so I I actually had sent um, him and my mom both the, their own dildo brewing company beanies, 
Um, and, and I got a, like a video of them unboxing them and my dad just dying of laughter. So that was pretty awesome. Dude, that, man, you gotta, you gotta post a picture. Heck no. Well, my mom would be so ticked if she, uh, made it onto the interwebs like that. Would she know though? Is she, is she on Instagram? She might have an account and I, I kid you not. She, the, her, she told me her reasoning for getting an account was so that she could keep up with me as I post these things and see how my day was going. Oh man. Um, which is, too. is super sweet. Yeah. Super sweet. Uh, my, my, my parents are really awesome, man. I, and I'm not just saying that because they may end up listening to this. Um, I'm saying that cause they really are awesome. So. Yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Patner, um, you did, you did well. That's you, cooked so sweet. Him, you cooked him well. You raised him well. He's got good genes. We'll see. Hey, man, I, I might end up aging like uh, like milk. You know what I mean? Who knows? Well, as long as you <laughs> don't get chunky. <laughs> as long as I don't start to clot and, you know, yeah. yeah just don't curl. Yeah. You know? well, yes, exactly. Well, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, I'll keep myself away from bright lights and heat. You know, that's probably not too hard to do in Ohio. Uh, well, not right now. <laughs> what's, what's the weather like there for the most part? Uh, it is actually the last week or so been really nice. And by really nice for February, I mean, it hasn't snowed, uh, rained a little bit, but it's like in the 40s, um, which is unseasonably warm. But mm-hmm. Ohio is one of those weird places where it'll snow in April. Uh, like we've shot field target matches where it snows in April and May. And you're sitting mm-hmm. out there on a lane going like, I can't feel my hand. I can't load my gun, da, 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 you know, chattering away. Uh, so it's, it's a very strange place, man, weather wise. Uh, but having grown up in the Midwest, you kind of get used to it because there, there just is no other way. Yeah. That's a lot like how it is here in Colorado. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, we've had crazy like days of snow just recently. It snowed like, I'd say that in the past two weeks, it's probably snowed 10 times. And Oof. then there have been days where it's like 60 degrees when it's not snowing. So it's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. So like my perception of Colorado, having only been there once, is that when it snows, it really snows. Like here in Ohio, it can snow and not stick. But I feel like in Colorado, and again, this may just be my perception, anytime it snows, you have a foot on the ground. Because how else would you go snowboarding and skiing? That it, it that the elevation is the big game changer because if you're up mm. in the mountains, it's when it snows it freaking snows. If you're kind of down in the city, like I'm, I'm in, a, a, like a Denver suburb area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can it can snow and not stick, but it's it's so different. You know, like I said, it. it I think there was a what was it. I want to say it was 40 degrees difference, maybe, maybe 30, uh, 30 degree difference from like going from fall into winter. And there's just a random day of like 72 degrees. And then it dropped down and it was like snowing and it was horrible. So that sounds nuts. If you're up in the hills, it'll snow and it'll stick. And then people go snowboarding and skiing all the time. I've never been. Um, what? Yeah, Colorado native. Dude, I freaking hate snow. I want to move to like Hawaii or you know. Well, don't don't move to Hawaii. There's nothing Jamaica. There. 
Uh, Jamaica is also a pretty not great place, but okay. I mean, beautiful weather, you know, you got some nice water and stuff like that, but like not a great place. Um, go for like Louisiana or something. I could do that. Yeah, so, it's not not. I like Louisiana a lot, actually. You know, I want to I want to explore different states, you know, but I, I went to Kauai for my honeymoon. So I think there's just some nostalgia there. You know, yeah, there might cool. be. Yeah. But I know Every, everything's think, more expensive there. Yeah, it is. It's freaking really expensive. Yeah. Not too much more expensive than Colorado, which kind of blows, but. <laughs> you know, you would mm-hmm. think in all seriousness and not to take this in a political direction, but you would think that with all that tax money, they got to be making off of weed sales that like prices would come down. You would think. Dude, it's not working. Interesting. That way. Interesting. Yeah, I've never <laughs> smoked either. I mean, I'm a native. I never snowboarded or skied. Never smoked. I didn't drink until I was 21. Had like that, my first first there's beer. There's nothing wrong with that. No, dude. I just I never got into it. Tons of my friends smoked though. As a father, yeah. I'm now a little worried about you going downhill at some point, like getting exposed to something and just completely losing your mind. So I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, I've been considering cocaine at work, but I mean. <laughs> I got to get through those sales calls, you know, <laughs> if I was selling air guns though. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that way. Hey man, if you want but, to move to Ohio, we, uh, we're always hiring for different stuff. So. Well, I have to talk to the wife, see what she says. That's a valid point. Yeah. You have, you have, uh, other things to consider. Yeah. She's, she's great. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, when you look like me and, and she looks like that and she decides to marry you, Sometimes you just take some L's, you know, and you say, "Okay, honey, whatever you say, as long as you don't leave me." So, hey, you're 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 not a you're not an awful looking person, man. I don't know like what kind of self deprecating shtick you're on, but like you're doing okay, my friend. I know, but my wife is like super hot, man, and I'm not. I'm like, you know, what's a good scale? Let's say from sloth from the Goonies up to. I'm going to say Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's oh. a 10. Sloth is a 0. Okay. I want to put myself at like a Jack Nicholson. You know? Like, give me a number, because I, I don't know where that falls, man. Well, it depends on the you, year. You could be talking film. about, like, Joker, Jack Nicholson. Actually, there's really no other. That's, like, the only, you know, you got the Shining Jack Nicholson, which is still, like, I, I don't know if there's actually any good Jack Nicholson here. That's what I'm saying. I want to say uh, anger management, Jack Nicholson. So, so where does that? Is that like a five? Like people know, <laughs> you're, people know you're human, but they're not quite sure what to do with you. Yeah, they're like, eh, he could be nice, but you know, he might actually also bite people. If, wow. Okay. If they, that kind of you're, thing. You know? You're really hard on yourself, man. You should get your wife on here, um, and, and ask her your opinion or her opinion of you. Maybe she'd, maybe she'd she would flatter you. Man. Well, what's wrong with that? Oh, nothing, man. I love being exactly. cute with my wife. There you go. There you a, go. You're right. I I I am the best looking person I know. I yeah. feel like I have a few years on you. Like I I might be able to impart a few uh, points of wisdom. I think so. Yeah. 
you're kind you're like a wise a wise old owl that's not very old and you're yeah. also human yes i'm so, i'm i am mentally a uh a aging decrepit uh old man that's i'm like 70 in my head morgan freeman holy crap you're right i called that at the beginning what what is the uh, I'm trying to think of some way to to redo the Shawshank Redemption speech, but talk about air guns, right? <laughs> hey, great movie! If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. My wife hasn't seen it, and it's oh, not on wow. Netflix, so I can't show her. I I I, I knew the Benjamin Marauder. I can't say <laughs> I liked it much. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I think we might have to do a a, a spoof film. You know. Oh, that's that's one thing that is missing. I feel like um, I've really debated on uh, between you, me and whoever listens to this, which I feel like I'm going to give away a good one here. I've given away a handful of good ideas over the years, and I feel like this is one, Um, although nobody would be able to pull it off quite like I could um, just because of positioning. I really want to make a like the real the real air gun industry Instagram. Uh-huh. Or like, or like, dirty air gun secrets Instagram, Dude. you know, and just start not not even like current stuff, but like post a picture of a twenty year old gun and be like, you really want to know how this came to into existence? Not that there's really anything to tell, but just to spark controversy. I think it'd be hilarious. I think you should do it, and I think you should. Well, now that I've account. told everybody, it'll it'll go nowhere. Well, if you if you post the account under someone else's name, like. Justin Jacobson or Matt Dubber. I mean, no, both of those are good guys. I can't do that. It'd have to be somebody that nobody likes. And that's the problem, (coughs) you know, that they're, and this is serious by the way, um, in a joking conversation, but this is a serious point. There are a lot of people that get hate on for like stupid reasons or because they're popular. Um, and for no reason or because they, you know, because people are tied in with this company or that company, right? There's a lot of that, that people get jealous or they're just, they're just like, Oh, they lie about everything or whatever. Okay. Um, Dead serious. I have not met as far as like internet personalities go. Almost all of them are exactly the way they come off on camera as people. Okay. Like Rossi Morielli is really that excited about life. Like, it's not like, he's like, air guns are amazing. Oh my God. You know, like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not just about air guns. He is like that right. in life. Okay. Um, Ted Beer, one of the coolest people I know. All right. Uh, you know, he, he's got a ton more experience than most people will ever know from an air mm-hmm. gunning side. Um, and obviously has this massive following, uh, but he's a regular dude and he's more than happy to, well, or at least he used to be. Uh, I, have, I haven't seen Ted in a few, a few years, but uh, we talk every now and again. But he's just like, he's, he'd be probably super happy just sitting down uh, at, a, at a range somewhere and just shooting air guns. You know what I mean? Um, or, oh, totally. or, or whacking pigeons, you know, and Matt Dubber. Uh, the air hunters guys from South Africa, they're awesome dudes. They're, they are, and they really do go everywhere in flip flops, by the way. Uh, I, I, I was seriously, did I, I'm, I am blown away by it. I'm like, man, if I get like a, like a pebble in my shoe, I'm like, Frick, 
I will literally stop. I will pull over and take my shoe off and take the pebble out. I'm like, I can't right. do this. Right. So I don't know how to do flip flops. They climb mountains in those things. All I know, right? dude. It's it is nuts. All right, like but, uh, who else? Travis Patton, Airgun Depot. I like Travis a lot. He's a good dude. Uh, he he uh, he is one of the mentally sharpest people I know, uh, and has like just some of the best quippy comebacks. I don't know if, if you've caught any of our TNT stuff on YouTube that we're putting out between us and Airgun Depot. Uh, Travis and I sat down just to kind of shoot the shit about air guns. Am I, oh, am I allowed to swear? Is that okay? Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, so we just you know, sat down and talked uh, back right before our Mac last year. And, right. um, and I, it, you know, it's just like, he's like ragging on me cause I'm short and I'm like, I'm not short. You're an ogre. Like what the hell bro. Yeah. And, and he would just have some quippy comeback and like, it was really good. He thought I poisoned him that day, which was not necessarily the greatest feeling in the world. Having somebody accuse you of poisoning them, but uh, you know, that aside, been, uh, been I, yeah, I, you know, but in all seriousness, like for the most part, I would say with the exception of one or two people uh, that I've met over the years, like the air gun industry is really full of some great folks. And um, Steve Shally, like Rick Usler, uh, yeah, Paul Capello. I mean, I've, I've met all those guys. I've spent time with those guys, talk to them, um, talk to air guns, talk life stuff. And they are all good people, man. And that is just, uh, I, I don't know if there is another industry where, where you would really have that. So I totally agree because I even, you know, I, I haven't met anyone quite to that caliber, mm -hmm. but just the people I have met in the industry, man, they're so cool. They're so generous. Like that, you know, you being one of them, um, you know, just I, people who have been like, Hey, I'm going to help you out. You know, I'm going to, ah, yeah. You know what, man, I, I've, uh, I, I have been blessed to know a, a ton of good people and, uh, and, and had, uh, a lot of good paid forward my way, so to speak. So it's really important to me to continue that and like give back to air guns and air gunning. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really important to me. So I, I like to, I like to know that, that I help somebody along in the world as far as air gun stuff goes, man. Cause if you're, I, I feel like this, the community is small enough, but growing where, you know, we really need to, to, to nurture, you know, and, and really try and grow each other because if you don't, um, ah, you're just gonna, it's just never going to go anywhere. And, and it's, it's good for, for pyramid airs business. It's good for the manufacturers. It's good for other retailers, obviously having more blood into air guns. But, you know, if, uh, if, if we are all destroying each other on the internet forums and Facebook and Instagram, you know, people are going to look from the outside in and go like, man, I don't want to get into this. Like, yeah, you know, so it, it's it's really good to to see that most people are pretty cool. Like and most of the time when there are little Internet squabbles and things, it's you never know the real story and that's OK. And uh, people get over it, you know. Yeah, totally. And I, I agree. This is a, a great industry. It's it's been super friendly, super just like welcoming to me. And I know to other people, too, everything I've seen. I mean, I, I'm super getting into it. I was a little afraid at first to like reach out to people, you know, cause I'm a newbie. So if I, you know, it's like the freshman trying to talk to the seniors kind of thing. Hmm. And then they put you in a locker and pee on you. 
but you don't ever tell anyone until you start a podcast <laughs> later. But um, yeah, it, it's been really cool. And, and I think if you had like if you sat down and had coffee or de- even developed like a slight relationship with anyone in the industry, you would realize, hey, man, this dude's just like me or this lady's just like me, yep. you know, and yep. they're not because the, the companies get like a a bad rap or this company did this to that company and right. you know they split ways and because they did this and they're liars and their product sucks and it's like well they're selling a million dollars a month in product so maybe it doesn't suck that bad so what's the deal well, who I are you talking about because i want to know who's doing a mill a month holy crap i'm kidding <laughs> it's snow, snow peak air guns man <laughs> you know how many chinese people there are <laughs> <laughs> more than there are in kansas no comment uh anyway <laughs> no but, that, yeah yeah no you're you're absolutely right man and it's uh yeah no it's it's good to see and um and we need more stuff like this like you do in the podcast we need more people to to jump in step up and do different stuff because you know for one company or one person to try and take on all of it a is stupid because you're going to get sick and saturated, you know, like people are going to get sick of listening to you. And, uh, and it also just keeps things different and, and gives people an opportunity to jump on other people's backs and platform and, uh, you know, and, re- and try and grow. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, man, it really is. It's really cool. It's great. Great to, to be a part of something. Cause it makes you know, when you're a part of something like part of a community, you're part of something bigger than yourself. That just feels good. You know? Absolutely. As, Unless it's like a racial community kind of thing, then it feels weird. I knew but, that, I knew that was going somewhere. I mean, I just want to be clear, you know, air, I'd rather be part of an air gun community or like a, a local church than, you know, like a, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Leave you know where I'm that. going? Yes, I, I, yeah. I, I'm following you. I'm smelling <laughs> what you're stepping in. Yes. Dude, speaking of stepping. Um, my neighbor's dog is pooping right in front of my car right now, so that's pretty cool. You should definitely honk at it. I, I'm afraid it would like die. It's like one of those little dogs where you're like, um, "Why are you a thing?" kind of thing. Yeah, and it may or may not have like I don't know some sort of rare condition. It's a rat that barks. Yeah, and it's got like you know scurvy probably and, and weak <laughs> bones. As the owner of a of a normal sized dog, you know my my dog's like sixty five seventy pounds. Um. I find it offensive that people call those little mini dogs. Not that I, it's, it's a fine animal, but like, it's not really a dog, you know? Yeah. I'm sure I'm offending like a, a ton of people canines. right now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, whatever. You know, you can't please everybody. No, no. You know, I had some guy, uh, comment on, I think it was the last TNT video that got put out. That said, you know, Tyler came across like a real asshole. Now, first of all, um, that's the point. Okay. I'm not that I am very sarcastic and like have a very dry sense of humor. So I'm sure Travis understood that I'm not being an asshole when we were filming this, uh, or maybe he thought I was being an asshole and I'm okay with that. Um, because you know, we could talk about it afterwards, but like, yeah, you guys have a relationship though. Right. I will. But, but again, I, even if we didn't, I think it's funny. Okay. Um, like I'm sometimes I'm trying to have a, a very staunch opinion on something so that 
so that you do get kind of like, oh man, like what the hell, you know? Um, yeah. Like my dislike for the FX crown rubs some people the wrong way. And it's not like, I just don't like the gun. I have my reasons. It is what it is. Right. Um, yeah. But saying that people are like, you know, a lot of the FX fanboys that are, that are closeted FX fanboys are like, how can you say that? Like, that's not, that's not right. Like, how can you like the impact, but not like the crown? That's, it's got a thumb hole. Right. Like it's got a, it's got a wood stock. Like you don't like wood stocks now. What, but how, how do you like this gun and not the crown? You know, it's, it's all that kind of stuff in it. And I'm yeah. just like, all right, look here, guys. <laughs> I don't have to like everything, all right? Uh, there, uh, but, you know, there's just that, like, sometimes you need to have an opinion. And honestly, when I read that guy's comment calling me an asshole, I just, I really, it made me smile and, uh, and laugh. So I replied back, like, hey, man, thanks. I hope you have a great day. You know, uh, I don't remember what I, <laughs> what I said, but it was something along those lines where he's probably sitting at home going like, man, I really thought I was going to get into an argument today. Darn it. I wish I was a better keyboard warrior. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I just think it's like, man, like some of this stuff is hilarious. Yeah, man. I, some of the stuff I write, and you and I have had uh, private conversations about this, about people like saying stuff or, or commenting, and it's like, what the heck, dude? You are the worst person. You are worse than Toby Flenderson from the office. If he's a real person, you are worse. And man, so I, a lot of respect for you because I, I don't know if I could handle the, the flack like oh, you do. I'd be man. like, look, dude, I will freaking. Never you, mind. You have to have <clears throat> thick skin to, uh, to do any of that. And like, I, uh, I I will say this. I don't. You can call me whatever you want. Uh, I'm not going to give it any credence unless I know you. In which case, right. I would say you're entitled to have an opinion, and maybe I know why you have that opinion, um, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't, and I wish you would have told me. Um, but most of the time, it's just people trolling, and honestly it's normal. Like that is what society has devolved itself into these days. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I learned pretty early on, like, as long as nobody's coming after me for something I said on camera or said in a podcast or wrote on the internet somewhere, um, and saying I'm wrong or I'm a liar or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, And as long as I can back up what I'm saying with, you know, a video or, you know, whatever, like if a gun performs well for me and you get a POS, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like I know, I know there's always the, like you mentioned, you know, conspiracies that like, Oh, all the guns are handpicked or so-and-so gets, you know, only good product and they go through it tip to tail. And like, yeah, dude, I pull the air guns out of the box the same way you guys do. I promise. I just do a little bit more vetting of it before we put it on camera. And, right. and guess what? If you've never seen us do a video on something that's brand new, it's probably because it broke. Like, and, and at yeah. that, you know, I have my own limitations and, and acceptance in terms of, you know, if a, if a gun fails, which I think for our video stuff, we've only had happen once or twice. I always say it like, hey, this is the second gun we had. First gun had a whatever, you know, it's so it's I've been very fortunate in that regard. And honestly, if it goes past that, that two gun point where I have to if I have to get a third gun or a third product, if it's an accessory, 
I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not putting that on camera. I don't want to be associated. Get me out of here. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's, and that, you know, that's a, that's a smart move. And that's a, that's a a business move in itself because you, you don't want to just look like you're trying to sling any kind of gun that will make you a profit. You want to be, you know, slinging the good stuff. That's exactly right. And like, there are the, I've gotten myself into a bit of hot water at work before uh, because I've like just outright refused to, to do videos or, or, you know, stuff on certain things. And people are like, you need to, you know, help push this product. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want a bad experience. You know, if it's, I'm, I'm always willing to give something a second look like down the line, so to speak. But, uh, mm-hmm. but if it's like, you know, a week after something just failed on me, I'm like, I'm not touching that. No. Yeah. You, and that's, I think that part of that is, is really just at a core staying true to like who you are. Yeah. And, it, and not, it's an integrity. I'm not going to push this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to push, you know, this product because we're trying to increase sales or we, you know, corporate made a big deal with this company. Like yeah. it freaking sucks, man. Yeah. I, I, I will say I've been, uh, one or two times it's actually worked against me where uh where we've had uh where i've either had bad luck with a product that like i got the only two bad ones that existed and right. then and then i'm end up ending up like three months later having to redo something i could have done before it came out or whatever um yeah. you know or or uh or on the flip side of that i've also had the experience where the one i got was phenomenal truly um Mm -hmm. and the minute they start shipping out the door people are having problems left and right and you're like did i not use this thing the right like did i just baby it or like did i get the good one or you know and you say it kind of calls into question everything you believe (laughs) yeah so it's a it's a strange thing but uh but it's all it's all good man like i said earlier i'm really really lucky to to get to do what i do and and get to touch and and play with the things that I, that I get to see. And and even to some extent, have a, have a little bit of influence on, on, uh, on the air gun world. So it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that is sweet. Well, Tyler, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Uh, You've already been very generous with your time. So two, two things real quick. Um, What would you say to someone who's getting into air guns? What kind of just general advice would you give them? They're not sure about it, or they're just just coming into the industry. They don't know which way to go. PCP, Springer, that whole thing. Okay, so I wouldn't worry about where you're going to start, all right? My advice is more general than that. Buy the best you can afford. If that means $200, buy the best thing you can get for $200, which is probably going to be a, a, a break barrel or, or a spring gun of some kind, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, and you know, and, and some of this note is about knowing what you're going to use it for as well and doing that research. Cause I think the research part and learning is very important. Um, but buying the best you can afford, I think like personally, I made massive mistakes in terms of money spent on middling product when I should have saved money for another month or two and just bought the better gun. Uh, so right. I, I look back at that and say like, man, I, I wish I had saved up a little bit more money and just started with this gun. Like you're doing it the right way, my friend, like jumping from a entry level gun, like the storm rider up to a, a, a dreamline. Like 
Like you did, you skipped all the riffraff in between and there's nothing wrong with the riffraff. It can be fun mm-hmm. and, and you can do a lot of stuff with it, but you're jumping right to, right, you know, right to that, that really, that higher level. And that's the smart way to go. So, um, and there are a lot of great guns now, thankfully in the market that, that are in that price range. Um, so that, that would be one thing. And I think the other thing is, uh, is don't feel like you need to buy a $2,000 air gun to do whatever you need to do. You know, um, I, I think we're, we're all really, everybody's really excited about and enamored with the latest and greatest and the coolest and most expensive. And, and I think that's fair when you've gotten the opportunity to play with all the other stuff. But for those of the people out there that haven't, I think you need to understand that you don't need to spend FX air arms, day state, uh, raw, you know, like why rock, you don't need to spend that kind of money to get a PCP or, or spring gun or whatever that's going to bust squirrels at 30 yards in the backyard. Right. So, so don't feel like you have to spend more, but you know, if you have a budget, it's okay to stick to that budget, but spend every penny of that budget, making sure you're getting a quality air gun. That's what I would say. And if you don't know what that quality air gun is, you give pyramid air a call, uh, or send us an email and we'd be happy to help you. There's your plug. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that was going to be part, part two is what's the, what's the uh, plug? Where can we find you? Follow Pyramid Air. How can we support that kind of thing? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're, uh, on the social medias, you can find us, uh, at Pyramid Air on the Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in my personal exploits, you can follow me at Tyler Patner really easy. Um, we're on Facebook as well. Pyramid Air, you look us up, you, you'll find us. I guarantee it. Uh, www.pyramidair.com, uh, 888-262-4867 with all your air gun questions between nine and five Monday through Friday for all things air gun related, uh, YouTube pyramid air. I think that's all I got. F and a cotton. And that's pyramid with two Y's. Two Y's. P Y R A M Y D A I R spelled incorrectly on purpose. Just to get your attention. Boom. Well, guys, there you have it. There's Tyler Patner, the most handsome man in the Aragon world that I know of, besides myself. That's bold. I'm getting a shirt made with that on it. Hey, I got a couple shirts I have to send you, actually, so that'll be one of them. Awesome. By the way, Rossi Morielli would argue that with you, and I would argue that with you on his behalf, if I'm being honest. Yeah, he's pretty handsome. He He doesn't age, by the way. Yeah, dude, is, is he is he uh, 25 or is he 45? I don't know. That's a good question. You'll have to get him on here and ask him. Yeah, Rossi, come join me. It'd be my pleasure, and also we could talk about college football. There you go. He's a big uh, fan. Boom. All right, guys. Well, Tyler, it was a real pleasure having you on here, something I've been waiting for for a long time. Um, and, man, it was even better than I expected. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, and I appreciate you doing this. It is awesome to see. I hope you get – Lots more folks on here, and uh, and who knows? Maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah, man, that would be great. Awesome. Um, maybe one day I'll have a fancy uh, non-car studio and uh, good good sound equipment, that whole thing. Fly you out, cook you some filet mignon, that whole thing. Yo, but to be honest with you, even if you do get to that point one day, you understand we're going to have to do that like that next podcast in your car, right? Yeah, for you, sure. You just said that, so we're going to have to do it. Fair enough. Awesome. And we'll do do it in the summer so you're not frozen. Well, again. (laughs) I I appreciate that. (laughs) Cool. Well, Tyler, thanks so much, man. You're the best. Thanks, Um, 
And guys, tune back in. Go follow Tyler and Pyramid Air. Peace awesome. out. Thanks, man. See ya.